0: tuesday we already talked a little bit of racing this morning with travis barrett from CentralMain.com. now we'll talk quite a few things with uh, cali oaks from the georgetown news graphic down in kentucky you know we uh we talked about travis earlier we we're talking about unity raceway and how they're uh their asphalt track right now is all torn up, and there's a dirt track underneath it, but they have to move up the broken asphalt first. You actually went to a dirt track over the weekend down in Kentucky. Are you still picking the dirt out of your teeth, or was it just your typical trip to the beach?
1: I wash, you know, good stuff. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's a little bit like going to the beach. You get dirty. Uh, they, they they tell you at the beginning of the night that the uh, track's covered in dirt, and if we do our job by the end of the night, you will be too, and uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much
1: are. Is that the so advertisement?
2: We, we sat, I think we've got the fourth round that was uh was close enough to get get dirty for sure um definite part of the culture down here kind of uh, kind of trickles over from ohio and indiana i think uh, more so than the south uh, you know you go deeper in the southeast and there's more asphalt tracks it's it's more uh, reflective of how it is in new england but uh here in the here in the mid-south and midwest it's uh, certainly a <clears throat> a dirt track culture and uh you know, you got a lot of guys in NASCAR now that uh, that came from that background. So uh, it's uh, it's it's fun. It's, uh, it's you, know, you know, in this case, it was a really inexpensive night because it was free admission. So uh, that, that was a that was an unusual promotion. You don't see that every day. So figured I'd better get to that one. But uh, I'll be interested to see how the thing uh, you know uh, unity plays out. I don't know if I don't know if a dirt track in Maine uh, is where it's going to be. Uh, you know, as far, I don't know if it has the the fan following necessary to do it or not. I think that maybe it, maybe that's grasping at straws a little bit. And I think it might be location, location, location. That's the issue there. In this day and age, uh, unity's kind of unity's kind of in the middle. Of, it's hard to get there, you know. <laughs> so I think that might be what they've been wrestling against for the better part of the past uh, past twenty twenty or so years uh, that they've been struggling. But. Uh, yeah, here it's, here it's a thriving, thriving I think there's three, three dirt tracks within an hour and a half of where we're at. So, uh, yeah,
0: good time. See, that's a, that's, that's a lot of, that's getting dirty, you know, and really, that's when you're down supposed to get dirty. dirty. Yeah, that's when you're supposed to get dirty on a date is really what it boils down to, yeah. I guess. Hey, sweetie, want to go to the dirt track? Yeah, sure, you know, and you have to be lucky Bring enough it. to find someone who actually says yes to that. Bring a change of clothes. Right, yeah, don't wear white, not even after and Labor some, Day. And some
1: wet wipes or whatever. <laughs> clean your face off after <laughs>
0: uh in today's sign that the yankees fans are horrible horrible front runners uh runners saturday's a's yankees game was yes his highest rated weekend yankees game in five years
2: really it is that is pretty uh pretty damning evidence
1: yep, it is isn't
2: it <laughs> i mean uh it ain't good for them i mean i I think it's always kind of it's always kind of been that way. I mean, I I always like when people say they're Yankees fans. I like to kind of know you know where they were in the '80s. You know where they were in that fifteen-year window that we talked about in the past. Where George Costanza was
0: working
2: for the team. Correct.
0: Yes, yeah. that's it all That's up. when I like yeah. to know, like where you were. Like, yeah, I you know.
2: Do they know who Andre Robertson and Bobby Meacham and uh, you
0: know some Ooh. of those guys are? You know? yeah. Have you, Mike Salirulo? How many? You know, how many have you ever thought of Horace Clark playing second base, or you know, just <laughs> not Different things. You know, did, we, did you? Th- what did, did you, you think of the Steve sachs Willie Randolph Dave train?
2: Island uh, start for you know start a game for the Yankees. Oh yeah, yeah that should be the test.
0: Yes. Al, do you yes. remember when Al Leiter was a future star? You know, like oh yeah.
2: When Andy Hawkins threw a no hitter and
0: lost four to nothing. Four to nothing. It wasn't like he lost one to nothing. <laughs> he threw a no hitter on the road and lost four to nothing. That's how bad that team was.
1: Well, when, so your, sec- bad. when your second baseman can't throw the ball to first, that's not a good sign. That I still,
0: yeah, that was the beginning of the end there too. Well, and that was the other thing too the Steve, the Steve sachs Willie Randolph deal. Like that was that was one I still don't quite understand. Like, what one are, the
2: Yankees could end up over the years with two second basemen that couldn't throw to first base because Chuck Knoblock, uh, you know, kind of finally hit the wall with them too. I think they had to move him, move him out to the pasture. Uh, well, you know,
0: we we discovered later on that there were more mental issues there than I think we knew how to shake a stick at. I don't know about Steve Sacks. I'm pretty sure he hasn't been arrested and become a sex offender. But uh, Chuck Knobloch has had some issues in his day. So, yeah, he was... Uh, I could see where New York might get to him a little bit and that, that throw to first base might get a little more challenging. I could see where where maybe he didn't have the gumption to, to get through it. And it's, it's amazing. Like, I don't even think... Um, I don't even think uh, 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 David Price could handle it there. I mean, he's he doesn't even want to play the Yankees, so you know, like he's he's no, already I mean, trying think, to get out I of that.
2: I think it. it's uh, New York and Boston, or you know, they're both places where there's a certain certain guy that uh, can't handle the mentality, can't can't hack it, and uh, David Price seems to be one of those guys. He probably should be pitching in Tampa Bay or Detroit, or you know, you know, he'll he'll end up somewhere where he can. Ali. Call
1: Yesterday we discussed the list of things that uh, David Price weaknesses. Here's the list. Fresh cut grass, dogs, cats, cold weather, warm weather, video games, pitching in Texas, the Yankees, and the postseason. Yeah, it's, other than that,
2: that's a pretty all inclusive list. When you're, you know, wanting to be a be a serviceable major league pitcher, you know, if you can't handle those things, you're probably in trouble.
0: So. For, yeah, for
1: two hundred nineteen million dollars. Yeah, I you mean, know? you can't thirty
0: million dollars a year does not get you what no, it should. It doesn't used get you. you what it should, does it? You know, I mean, that is is 30, dollars $30 a year. I, and I think the way they're handling him this year is a little different than last year. I kind of wonder, like, are they trying to like passive aggressively get him to opt out, like? I would not put it past this ownership to do that, and frankly I wouldn't blame him. Little little passive I mean, he's Mr. Passive Aggressive, David Price. Well, you know. You know, everything starts off with, well, you know, it's always something. So if you went passive aggressively back at him and said, "Well, you know, you know, it's it's up to David when he pitches, it's up to this and you throw it on him. Maybe he decides the organization doesn't have his back and opts out and, and he goes and signs a deal elsewhere. But my guess is because of the current labor client, he's just going to stick around and take that guaranteed money. So you wonder if they're either going to have to A, you know, just keep dealing with this for the next 7 years because I feel like this is going to be a circus, B, trade him for 10 cents on the dollar and take some other Team's bad a bucket contract of balls. I'd, I'd trade him for a bucket of balls. Or, and or, or bags. Yeah. C, you, ha- you end up having to give him the Pablo Sandoval treatment eventually. Now, I I think so you'd ultimately
2: have to give you're going to be paying him to do his thing somewhere else. Right. is what it
0: will amount to. And, and I just... I don't know if they're going to be able to do that because it's... it's uh, that payroll is being fifty to million dollars more now. Like you guys have actually morphed into the two thousand and six Yankees, like right in front of me. Like yeah. it's really bizarre. Yeah. You like, said
1: it when we started the show, you kept saying, Look at the Yankees are cutting payroll and adding players and the Red Sox are just going crazy with their money. And Cali this morning they listed the top one hundred prospects in the minor leagues. Yeah. The Red Sox now that Grooms hurt had no one on the list. Well,
2: I could see that trend coming uh, a couple of years ago when the when the Sea Dogs didn't have anybody. You know, they they were they were terrible for a couple of years, and it was you looked at you know where they were, where the prospects on that team were ranked, and they were nowhere to be found. You know, and that's that's <laughs> never a good sign. And I, I'm, you know, I, I I think that's when things started to go badly when they started to emulate the 2006 <laughs> Yankees and yeah. and started to, to mortgage the mortgage the farm system in return for some of this stuff and i don't think it's uh, i don't think it's the way to go i think you look at the uh, baseball in, in this century uh it's it's been a little more parity and it's been teams building through their farm systems and uh, you know picking their spots in free agency certainly but uh, but not uh not by and large dominated by that its it's been through the farm system and i i still think that's the way to go i don't you know the the guys that are on their roster now are kind of the end of that line, yes. I think, and we're all excited about we're all excited about them. But how long the how long can the Sox afford them before they they try to the market? Uh, so it's going to put it's going to pose some problems. They you know, that's why you got to win now, and uh, you know, things things like the David Price situation put you in danger of not being able to win now. <laughs> so.
0: Well, I mean, if if it doesn't work, maybe it's a it's a buy. You can do a buy high on um, on Matt Harvey since he seems to have have found it out, uh, figured it out down in your neck of the woods after oh, one yeah, after one good forwarding that, start.
2: You know, he wants to be, in he obviously is better off in a smaller market. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think I don't think him having figured it out for a team that was on pace to lose 125 games before he got there. Is, uh, well, <laughs> it's what was... indicative that he should try a try a New York or a Boston or or a Los Angeles anytime soon?
1: What was Cincinnati's motivation to do that? I don't.
2: I don't. I don't. I don't even know. I I think it's. I really don't even know if it's intentional. I, I just, what do you mean, to, to, to build a roster that loses so many games or to get no, Matt
1: Harvey? to get Matt Harvey. What,
0: I don't understand. Well, I don't know. I mean, what do they got to lose? <laughs> when you have no pitching, okay, what you do is you just start shaking for the all trees. the pitching you can find, okay? Yeah. And they had a catcher who was on the last year of his deal that wasn't even really uh, getting to play much. And it's like a $13 million deal. So Harvey's deal was like four and a half million or whatever. It's not like the Mets spent a bunch of money last offseason. They no. desperately needed a catcher. They get this Mascaro guy who can actually handle a pitching staff. Actually, he ended up hitting a home run in his Mets debut, too, which has pretty much been the highlight of their last two weeks outside of batting out of order. I mean, I went to City Field, watched him give up a solo home run in the first inning off the apple, and nobody ever scored again. And they didn't even like come close. Yeah. I mean, it was just their cut is as Brad Stevens likes to say, "Water finds its level," and water found its level with the uh, with the New York Mets really, really quickly. Because I know, they, they, yeah. two years ago they they're now currently drowning. Yeah. So is really what I'm saying that water does find its level, and sometimes it's over Regre- your head.
2: Regression to the mean. Yes, yes. That's, and that's terminology, and that's what happens. I mean, uh, you know, you're you can you can overperform or underperform for a certain amount of time, but you know you'll find your way to your your level of talent. <laughs> and level of mental and physical ability. So, yeah.
1: Hey, Callie, we found a couple of nice uh, quotes uh, regarding the Celtics. This is the third time Brad Stevens has taken a mid major to the Final Four. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That's absolutely 100% and, uh, true. Yeah. And it says, I feel bad that LeBron James doesn't have any help in the 2018 playoffs. Oh, wait. Here are the active 2018 payrolls. For our two Eastern Conference finals, not counting Hayward, Irving, Larkin, and Thies, all of whom are out, Cavs one hundred and thirty-five point seven million, the Celtics sixty-five point two million.
2: Yeah, I mean, I looked at that starting lineup the other night, and you know, everybody talks about that being a one-man team, but you know, those are guys that you know they they got for a purpose i mean they were they were expected to be you know they were expected to be the guys that could uh, surround him and, and and be the talent to win a title i mean they're not uh, they're not scrubs by any stretch of the imagination i mean they, they may play like it sometimes
1: but well right uh, after the mean. right after the trade deadline i remember all those guys came at once and yeah. they blew the celtics out on national tv oh
2: there, yeah they went on a roll after
1: making that fools of themselves high-fiving and jumping around and yeah. making uh, it was nuts like yeah
2: you know and 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 here's the you know and we continue you continue to have to have this discussion with people who you know are lebron apologists and you know they they apparently nothing in their mind happened before the year 2000 in sports and you know he's the greatest of all time and he's better than jordan and better than this and better than that Like, you know why is it that getting to the finals is apparently the standard for lebron but like if if Tom Brady throws for 500 yards and the Patriots lose a Super Bowl it impacts his uh quote unquote legacy <laughs>
1: you know
2: yeah. but, well, it seems like there are two different standards there because apparently all abroad has to do is get to the finals and lose he's won twice in 15 years right <laughs> I mean, well, that... so, so apparently that's the me- that's the standard and that's the measure and that's what the, you know clearly i I don't think you know if the NBA finds a way to, to get Cleveland to the final they're not going to beat Golden State they're not going to beat Houston so
1: I'm not uh, sure they're going to uh, beat the Celtics
2: yeah no I'm not either I don't I, I really don't uh you know the other night the other afternoon certainly uh, didn't didn't give me any indication that they're uh, that they're able to beat the Celtics I mean the Celtics just have better coaching and
1: you know I don't
2: I don't know if they have better talent or not but uh, they obviously we've we've had that discussion I think right now they get the guy that's uh, that you want as your coach going forward.
0: Yeah, I think he's. I think he's going to be all right. I, I saw something yesterday that said, "Oh, hey, maybe Brad Stevens could leave and, and take Duke over after Mike Krzyzewski leaves." I feel like that would not be. Why?
2: I don't. Why think would you... that, that? See, I, I think that's the opposite. I think that's the. You know, the NBA. I think is 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 the destinationing for college coach. If anything, you are going to see more college coaches going to the NBA. You are not going to be seeing see those It's not going to be vice versa. You know why? When you're the head coach of the, you know, arguably the greatest organization in the NBA, you know, in its history, <laughs> with all the titles and all the banners, why would you leave that to go to Duke and follow a legend that's going to be impossible to follow? That that makes no
1: sense. I don't know. What came up Especially with, with the kids don't have to come to the to college anymore.
2: That, well, yeah, that, I, I think mean, those, those jobs are you know, going to change they, until they fix the one and done thing, which I don't think there's any fix for it. Uh, it's it's harder. You have to go out and get players in college. I mean, the NBA, it's you, you know you throw money at them. You know, legally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think uh, you know, I think he's I think he's a guy that knows what he knows. He, he's got his plan in place. He knows what he wants, and uh, he's he's an NBA coach. I you?
1: I like the quote that he had when they when they interviewed him. I don't know if you've read that, but they said, "What do you, any other questions?" He's yeah. There's one thing that's a deal breaker for me. I will not, under any circumstances, tank. Kind of like yeah. that, because he knew he didn't have yeah. anything coming in. He didn't have I mean, anything. I think
2: his first year, there was there was the the thought that okay, the, the first couple of years, there was the thought that okay, the Celtics are tanking. They're, you know, there was there was kind of a trust the process mentality from the fan base and from the media, and he didn't have any of it. He wasn't hearing any of that. He got them. You know, he made them competitive immediately and got them to the playoffs i think second year i mean it's uh, no and that that doesn't surprise me at all to hear him say that that's uh, that's what i would expect out of him and, uh, and again that was a it was a reason from day 1 i thought it was a it was an exciting uh, it was an exciting thing because the Celtics were obviously at a, at a point when they hired him where you know where, where is this organization going you know the big three had retired and gone or, or done what they did individually and You know they were were obviously at a point where they were not uh, an elite franchise anymore, and you know they needed something to breathe life back into it. I thought it was great at the time, and I'm glad (laughs) myself to be.
0: All right, so I just gotta say, guys, I know you were really excited about this Red Sox season, but it's over. It's done. It's over. The (laughs) big news just happened, and I just I just want you guys to know that I'm thinking of you, okay, and I'm I'm really rooting for you guys to get that one game wild card, okay. Uh, Clint Frazier has been summoned to Washington, D.C. No official move yet. It means that the Yankees are waiting on a potential injury update, or maybe they just want the right handed bat versus Gio Gonzalez tonight. But Clint Frazier's coming up from AAA. So that means something's happening with the New York Yankees. I just I want you to know that Red Thunder is coming back and it's over.
1: I just I wanted to let you so know. So you're that. thinking they're gonna let somebody go, you mean? Are they gonna I wonder you know
0: you know who's been really, really bad so far this season? Has been Aaron Hicks. He's been like Jacoby Ellsbury level bad. Whoa. And he has not figured it out and you wonder how long they'll stick with him when you have a guy like Fraser Frazier there. I mean eventually Ellsbury's gonna come back. They're gonna have to play who's him.
2: Your, who's your second baseman again? I can't think of a guy.
0: Glaber Torres. Yes.
2: No, there's another guy. There's another guy that I, I saw in the lineup like early in the year, and
0: like. Well, you got days. Ronald Torres. Yeah. Uh, you got. Let's see. Tyler Wade was there for a little while. He stunk yeah. it up though, so they sent him down. When they brought up oh, Torres, yeah. the that's when they went on their 14 and one streak. So
2: I Dustin Pedroia was at Pawtucket last night. Yes,
0: he was. Dustin Pedroia was at Pawtucket Played last night. Played five innings. So. Yeah. He'll uh, he'll be playing on one leg for the next few years. So that'll be. Yeah. Uh, can they?
2: Can we just be done with him? I just... well, they, well, well, I we mean, if he wasn't him. signed
0: through 2022, maybe. 2022, him and Price both. <laughs> at like 10 or $13 million
1: a year one. or something.
2: There's another one. That's why you don't do contracts based on... You, you don't let emotion creep into it ever. This is what the Patriots never do. Ever. Okay. Ne- never let emotion, lo- loyalty, which is a BS concept anyway. They, they, they don't let any of that stuff... Uh, any of that fake man-made stuff creep into it it's business strictly business and see this is this is what you don't do you know you don't you don't hang an albatross around your neck with a guy like that who you know god love him he he, he's he's played the game the way it's supposed to be played you know i guess and all that you know we can we can debate what kind of leader he is in the clubhouse but he's played the game hard for years and years and years but that that wears you down i mean that that kills your body it's uh it shortens your career, and that's done with him. And it shouldn't be any surprise to anybody who watched him play. But apparently, except for the guys who
0: signed the check, his name is Cali Oaks. You can read him in the Georgetown News Graphic. You can catch him in the Sun Journal every other week as well. Scott County stuff going on. Must be playoffs. Must be getting ready to get well, going. Last week there, right. of
2: the regular season. This week, uh, heading into district playoffs. Next week, region playoffs. So the week after that, and hopefully, state. Uh, a tournament the week after that so getting down to crunch time track track and field team got to give them a shout out they won the region championship for the first time in 11 years track's one of those sports that no matter how good you are in athletics it's hard to get the athletes to come out and, and, and represent but they've been able to get them out of the woodwork the past couple of years and it paid off so good for them and uh, yeah good times good good busy time of year and then it will just trickle down to nothing in about a month and uh... It'll be summer, so. Get some uh, get some get some days
0: out in the sun, I guess. Get some get some more dirt on you from the from the track.
2: There you go. I'll get to the racetrack and get dirty.
1: By the way, was that a date situation? Did you take your wife with you? or You went? Uh, oh, whole fam,
2: whole fam, family was there. Oh, yeah, that was a good nice <laughs> good time.
0: Callie Oaks for the Georgetown News Graphic. You can catch him down there. Follow him on Twitter @Oaksy72. Callie, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you
1: very much. All right, guys, thank, thank, thank you. you.
0: That's Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic here on the Bealus Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network.